1: If you're in the market for a new home, you might think that real estate agents are just for the seller.
0: But buyers with real estate agents are smart shoppers, and the seller pays the commission.
1: But buyers, beware. Before you choose an agent, read our story. Choose agent carefully before buying a house when you hit moneypit.com. Just click on Ideas and Tips, then click Repair and Improve.
0: And for answers to any home improvement or home repair questions, give us a call right now. 888 MoneyPit.
1: Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler.
0: And I'm Leslie Segretti.
1: Call us now with your home improvement question. Call us with your do-it-yourself dilemma. Any project worth starting is worth starting over with us because we're here to help. If you got yourself in a jam, give us a call right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Hey, it's a new year. It's a new to-do list. Let us help you get the job done.
0: Or maybe it's carrying over from the year before.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, that's okay. I say that the whole slate is wiped clean and you start from scratch with the new year. Hey, speaking of the new year, have you already fallen off the wagon on those New Year's resolutions you promised yourself you'd stick to this year? You know, you can make resolutions for your house, too. It doesn't just have to be about losing weight and things like that. And in fact, (laughs) the resolutions that you make to get done around your house, they can actually be easier to keep. We're going to tell you exactly how to do that this hour.
0: Yeah, and those resolutions around your house can help you burn some calories, too. So it all comes full circle. And also ahead this hour, do you have a cramped bathroom in your home or maybe a teeny tiny powder room that could use some extra storage? Well, you might think, I can't get another thing into this little space, but you would be surprised. We are going to tell you how to stretch your storage options in just a little bit.
1: Plus, are you thinking of buying some new appliances this year? Perhaps a dishwasher, uh, a new washing machine, a dryer, or a new refrigerator? What about those appliance warranties that come with them? And and worse yet, what about the extended warranties? Are those a good deal? (laughs) We're going to dig into that topic in just a bit.
0: And we've got a great prize to give away this hour. No warranty required here. We're giving it to you. It's a Whopper prize package. It's the Eco Model Riker Room Conditioner. It's worth $359. bucks. we are starting off the new year right with a super giant prize. It's a ceiling fan that also works like a space heater when you need it. But it's way better. It's super cool, and it could be yours for free.
1: If you want to win it, you have to call us right now at 888-MONEYPIT. You must be willing to come on the air and ask your home improvement question. We'll choose one name from the callers that call this hour and award you that great prize from Riker. So let's get right to the phones. Leslie, who's first?
0: Talking to Susan in North Carolina, who's dealing with a stinky situation in the washroom at home. Tell us about it.
2: We have a beautiful home that we moved um, from one area to the other, and it looks great. We've done everything to it just like we want it. We have this horrible, horrible smell we cannot get rid of. It was rewired and, you know, a new sheetrock put all, all over it. And most of the plumbing was put in new, okay? But there are some, like, traps maybe that that they used. Um, But And we think that's where it's coming from, but we've had the plumber out to look at it again, and, you know, we're still getting this horrible gaseous odor at times. Sometimes it's... Not there. Sometimes it's just a little bit, and sometimes it will knock you out. Wow. Is
0: is this a bathroom that you use often, or is it sort of in No, it
2: is actually where you come into the carport. We have a washroom area and a little entryway, and it has a washer and dryer there, and it has a sink there, like a mudroom sink, and then there is a bathroom right next to that area Mm -hmm. that's a really nice bathroom that has a shower and a sink and a in a toilet. So, you know, we've
1: tried. Is that uh, sink in the, in the mudroom area, is that sink uh, used enough where the trap's going to maintain some water inside of it?
2: Maybe not.
1: Well, that could be the problem. Yeah. You see, the, a trap is called a trap because it holds water. And right. if the trap is allowed to dry out, then that, that becomes basically a, a sewer gas mm-hmm. vent. And the water is space. the filter
0: that stops that sewer odor from coming up into your living space.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's one possibility. The other possibility is that sometimes the plumber's putty that they use to assemble the drains with, if there's a little bit too much of it and it tends to sort of get caught on the outside, that adds... It sort of acts like, a, like a, a stink trap. And I've actually seen new bathrooms develop uh, some odors because of an excessive amount of plumber's putty that sort of stuck to the inside of the drain, and things stuck to that, and then it grew uh, a, a mildew or a mold on it that had a really strong odor. And that actually happened to my sister once, and, and as well as uh, many callers over the years. And so those are the two possibilities. The first one, though, is to make sure that trap is filled with water. And if it's still uh, smelling, then you may want to have those drains taken apart and reassembled.
2: Yeah, we may have to wind up doing that. We've tried to uh, keep water, you know, or if we go through there, you know, flush the commode, run some Mm -hmm. water down the sink. But, you know, it seems like it could be coming from the washing machine. We stuffed, um, uh, you know, stuffed rags in that area right there. Well, now, wait a minute.
1: If it's coming from, if you think it's coming from the washing machine, the washing machine has to have a trap, too. That drain has got to have a trap. Yeah. Somewhere, it sounds to me like you have an open sewer vent somewhere it sounds like there's no trap. It's either dry or it doesn't exist. You need to look carefully at that. You shouldn't be having to stuff pipes filled with rags or anything like that. The water does the job if the trap exists. Take a look, Susan. I think you're going to find your answer right there. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Robert
0: in Kansas has a question about a patio door not closing correctly. Tell us about the problem.
3: Uh, What I have is a new house under construction. Uh, the house, uh, we start framing in late July. Uh, we're just now uh, getting ready to move into it. But uh, because of the temperature changes, and uh, it's gotten much colder here in Kansas, and, of course, the house is warm on the inside. The uh, trimmer stud, the trimmer, I call it the jack stud, the king stud, and uh, I actually have three boards there. They have bowed. They're bowing out now to where the patio door you you cannot shut it from the outside because you have nothing that you can grab a hold of to kinda of pull in on the door. What it is is a vinyl uh has a vinyl frame. It's a certain uh uh sliding patio doors.
1: So why is the opening bowing, Robert?
3: Well the the studs have bowed. Uh-huh. Uh if you put a six foot level on the outside it's bowing out. You can just set and rock a six foot stud. Uh, the trim well, board. Unfortunately,
1: the unfortunately, they don't make doors that are going to work on curved walls. At least, <laughs> at least, not that door. So it's
3: see. It's, since it's a vinyl frame, right. the vinyl right. frame is just kind of moved with the stud. Yeah, it's probably mm-hmm. bent. And,
1: and you don't have a weather strip. Uh, you don't have a weather tight seal there anymore.
3: No, you, you can't even shut. You have to push in on it to shut it when you're oh. on the
1: inside. My only suggestion to you, Robert, is this: um, if you were to disconnect that jam from the wall and basically let the jam come back straight and then reattach it so that it's it, even though the wall was curved, the jam was still now straighter. That will give you a better seal, and perhaps you could deal with any gaps around the outside of the jam that are caused as a result of that. But if it's moving with the wall, you, the only solution here is to straighten it back out again.
3: Yeah, so I thought about maybe taking the trim off the outside and then cutting the nailing flange off of that frame so it will allow me to put... Right now, with an alien plant on the outside, it's not going to let me push it and move it. So I'm going to have to take the trimmer off on Just the to out- get to it, yeah. Airport.
1: Well, what you might want to do is if you take the trim off, you could take a Sawzall and insert the blade between the jam and the wall and run it all the yeah. way down, and that will cut the fastener so that you don't have to physically unscrew things or... or, or, or Find a way to get the nails out. Sometimes it's easier yep. to cut the fasteners when you're trying to separate a jam from a wall like that. And
0: it's far quicker.
1: Yeah, very quick. And and then perhaps you do that. It'll you know it'll straighten itself out, and then you can reattach it right away and put the trim back on. You got to get creative with a situation like this, Robert. Of course, you know the the right thing to do here would be to open up that wall and fix those studs. But I understand that that's a, a whole lot of work that you may not be prepared to get into right now. So at least if we can get this jam straightened out, you can make that door tight and keep the wind and the rain and the snow out from your yep. house, and that would kind of get you. Through it, okay? Yeah. All Thank you. You're welcome, Robert. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit.
0: You are tuned into the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Hey, give us a call right now with your home repair, or your home improvement question, any darn time you feel like it, 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 1-888-MONEYPIT.
1: 888-666-3974. Up next, does your little bathroom have you feeling a bit cramped? Are you running out of space to put all of your towels and toiletries? Well, you can find more storage space. If you know where to look, we'll help you find it next. On the Money Pit Radio
2: Show. Dad, can you make sure there are no monsters under my bed?
3: Anything for you, princess.
2: Don't forget the dust mites in my pillow. Uh, and the pollen, spores, and bacteria in the air.
3: Uh, I'll cast a magic spell to make them disappear. Dad,
2: this isn't a fairy tale. We need an April Air High Efficiency Air Cleaner to trap up to 99% of the harmful particles from our air. There's even an April Air Electronic Air Cleaner that traps viruses.
1: Protect your family from bacteria, viruses, and other airborne impurities with an April Air High Efficiency Air Cleaner. April Air, the best in indoor air comfort. Table
4: saw, 18-volt drill driver,
3: 8-piece combo kit. You don't have to just wish you had the power tools you really
1: want. With RYOBI, you can actually afford them. RYOBI Power Tools, professional features, affordable prices, and they sound really good, too. RYOBI, exclusively at The Home Depot.
5: Give your home an attraction that reaches all the way to the curb. Add a Classic Craft fiberglass entryway from ThermaTru. Classic Craft, a stunning AccuGrain technology, captures all the beauty and luxury of premium hardwood, but won't split, crack, or rot. Add a sparkling custom touch with decorative glass door tiles, side lights, and transom, too. When you do, studies show your home's perceived value rises as much as 6%. Let the curb appeal of a classic craft entryway enhance your home's look and value. Visit Thermatrue.com.
1: Before hitting the airwaves, I spent 20 years as a home inspector making sure home buyers were not moving into real life money pits. And after doing 6,000 inspections, I knew exactly which brand of water heater I could trust and that brand is Rheem. Rheem tank and tankless water heaters are dependable and energy efficient. Reem tankless units never run out of hot water and cost 25% less to run. Reem's tank units include state-of-the-art features like EverClean, which prevents sediment buildup and reduces energy costs. If you want dependable, energy efficient hot water, you want Ream. Learn more at SmarterHotWater.com. That's SmarterHotWater.com. I trust Reem for my hot water and so can you.
5: If your home
1: has green shag carpet and pink walls, you're in exactly the right place because this is the Money Fit Home Improvement Radio Show where we make good homes better, including perhaps giving you some decorating advice. I'm Tom Kreitler.
0: <laughs> and I'm Leslie Segretti. And hey, pink and green are so 80s, and you know they are back again in a big way. I
1: knew you were going to say that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. If you wait long enough, something that once was hideous becomes fabulous again. So we can help you learn to enjoy it, or we can help you fix it. And you know what you can do is you can give us a call right now it one eight 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 MoneyPit. One caller that we talked to this hour is going to win a Riker room conditioner, and this is a super cool ceiling fan, but it's also an energy efficient room heater. It's all in one model, and it works for you year round. In fact, it's a perfect solution for a room that's always too cold, or even if you've got one of those three season rooms that you would love to use all year long. It's worth three hundred and fifty nine bucks. If you don't win it, you can learn more at buyryker.com. But give us a call right now for your chance to win it. One 888 Pit.
1: 888 888-666-3974. All right, well, you survived the holidays. All those folks in your house, you ever feel like perhaps there's just not enough room for everybody? Or you got lots and lots of new towels and cool stuff for the bathroom and there's nowhere to put it? Well, small baths don't provide many places for storage, but hidden storage areas are sure to be found if you know where to look. Here's a couple of places to start. The space above that toilet, it's a a large enough space for a full 12-inch by 30-inch storage cabinet. And You can use a kitchen-styled cabinet with some, say, plain doors, ones that you could decorate to look like they fit inside the bathroom. Or you could use an inverted sink base cabinet. It's another option where a large drawer is designed into the bottom of the base, and that'll give you some storage under the sink. Now, a rack hung to the back of the door can give you some extra storage space for the towels. And don't forget to look up. You can add shelving or cabinets all the way up to the ceiling for, again, some extra storage. Just looking at your small bathroom in a new way will give you plenty of spaces to open it right right up. Hey, you have a storage question for us? You need an organizational tip? Call us right now at 1-888-MONEYBIT, 888-666-3974. Leslie, who's next?
0: Ricky in Georgia has a question about a handrail. What can we help you with?
3: Yes, I was uh, trying to get old, somebody about uh, putting a handrail on on brick steps. Okay. Our back porch is, uh, is brick, and uh, I know that brick you know, the mortar and all can, can really uh, be loosened and all when you go to drilling in it. And uh, I was just trying to figure out the best way to do that. Should I hire somebody to do it? or
1: Do you want to, Ricky, do you want to put on a metal handrail, like a wrought iron one?
3: That or else the uh, hard plastic. Like
1: a composite, like Trex or something of that nature?
3: Yeah, uh, you know, something, something to match our our siding.
1: Okay. Well, listen, you have a couple of options. Typically, if you have brick steps, um, the way that you generally install handrails is you use a wrought iron handrail that has like a one-inch square steel tube that ends up being the post. And that's drilled into the brick and into the step and then set in with a, with a, a special type of cement mm-hmm. that uh, expands and seals and locks that in, in place. It's called post cement.
0: And you don't drill it into the mortar because of exactly your point. The mortar will crumble and fall apart over time.
1: Yeah, typically you drill right in right in the middle of the brick. And it is a pretty big job and it requires some specialized tools. Now, if you wanted to uh, go with, with sort of more of a do-it-yourself project, um, I have constructed wood handrails over brick steps by simply making a post and taking that post and say you use a 4 by 4 post and you notch it so it fits on top of the step. And then you drill it into the step and attach it to the front of the step using lead shields um, or tapcon fasteners and secure that post to the step, and then you can build up a wood handrail from there. It all starts with the post, and, and the complication of this job is getting that post set straight and square and solid. Once that's done, that's the hard work. The rest of it is easy.
3: Well, we'll give it a shot then.
1: All right, Ricky. Those are your options. Thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit.
0: Taking a call from Helen in New Hampshire, who's got a question about the doors in her house. What's going on?
2: Uh, yes, uh, I want to sell my house in the near future. Um, and uh, my cat uh, one of my cats scratched the, the uh, what do you call it, the door jam okay um, and i don't know whether uh, to have them replaced and i'm trying to cut down on costs to be honest with you
1: what's the uh, door made out of uh,
2: it's it's wood I is guess.
1: it a uh, like a like a stained wood or varnished wood or is it painted
2: oh no it's stained
1: okay all right and how bad is the scratching Pretty bad. Mm. All right. Well, why don't you refinish the door? It, and
2: not—it's not the—it's not the, the door jams. You know, the, the frame. you call it the frame around okay. the door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why don't you
1: refinish the door jam? Um, it, it's probably the easiest way to address this. Is it already stained a dark color or is it a medium? What's it look um, like?
2: I'd say a medium, more all like a right.
1: maple. Well, here's what you're going to want to do. First of all, I would pull that door off so that you can get access to it. You're going to want to sand it lightly. And then you could put some stain on top of that. And the stains today, like Minwax, makes a, a good quality stain. You want to find one that's about the same color, and there's lots to choose from. Mm-hmm. And that's going to fill in the scratch marks and sort of bring the color up to be similar all the way along. I would sand as much as you possibly could to, to try to minimize those scratches, but then I would simply rub some wood stain on it, and then uh-huh. I would hit it with probably two coats of water-based polyurethane. I say water-based because it dries really fast um, and it'll blend in nice with whatever you had there before. Mm-hmm.
0: Not too terribly
1: uh, difficult to do, Helen. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. Jim in Alabama is dealing with some brick that's cracking up. Tell us about the problem.
2: Uh, I have a front porch that has bricks up the front uh, and it's, it's back underneath cover. But part of the problem is, is that we're a lot of places on the brick, there's cracks. And I guess it's from settling of the house. And we've tried to fill it in with grout before, but then eventually the cracks come back. again. I was wondering, is there a way to put something flexible in there or some way I can solve this?
1: Yeah, um, certainly a silicone caulk is the best thing to use to seal up cracks uh, in the brick. Are any of the bricks loosening up?
3: Well, the bricks are not loosening
2: up, but then it looks real bad. There's a crack. And like if I put caulking in there, you've got grout and caulking. It's just, it's like in the middle of the wall.
1: So it's in the wall or it's, it's, it's the brick wall?
2: It's the brick wall.
1: Okay, so here's, here's a little trick of the trade for you. Um, you're concerned that if you put the, cra- put the caulk in, you're going to see that instead of the brick color itself?
2: Absolutely, you will, because it's a big crack. So,
1: So here's a little trick of the trade. What you can do is you want to find a place on the brick wall where it's not going to matter if you damage your brick a little bit, because I'm going to tell you to get a masonry drill bit and collect some... Uh, filing, so to speak, of the brick dust. I want you to drill a few holes in the brick and collect the dust that comes out of those holes. And then what you can do is after you caulk the brick across that surface, you take some of that dust and you press it into the silicone, and it ends up being the exact same color as the brick, and it hides it amazingly well.
2: Ah, okay. Got it? Okay, I'll try that. I appreciate it.
1: You're welcome, Jim. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. 888-666-3974. Where there's a will, there's a way.
0: Charles in North Carolina is looking for a way to weatherproof his home. How can we help you with this?
3: Yes, I um, was just looking at the best way to weatherproof your house during the winter time. Okay. The winter season.
1: Well, gosh, that's a big question, Charles. <laughs> any, new,
3: any new, you know, ideas?
1: You know, Charles, what's old is new here, and weatherproofing your house doesn't have to uh, be something that's uh, complicated or high-tech. Okay. Um, the first thing you need to do is get some information. One website we would recommend is energystar.gov, that's the EPA's Energy Efficiency Program. There's a tool there called Energy Star at Home, and it's an interactive tool that, work, that walks you through each room of the house, gives you specific step-by-step advice. Another thing that you might want to do is contact your local utility provider and ask them about doing an, an energy audit. And most
0: of the times they'll come in and do it for free, which is kind of crazy because in the long run, you're going to save money. So you're not going to be paying them as much as you would have been in the past. And they'll run tests to let you know exactly where you have energy leaks. Um, Other than that, you want to look to your attic and make sure you have proper insulation. And if it's sort of become compressed over the years, you want to refresh it and add some more to the top of it to really help it meet the R value that you need for your part of the country. You want to look at weather stripping around your windows and your doors. You want to look at outlets on exterior walls and remove that outlet faceplate cover and maybe put a foam gasket behind there that helps seal that because you do lose a ton of energy there.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. There's a lot of little things that can give you a a big impact, Charles. So um, do the research. Start with the Energy Star site. Contact your utility provider. I think it's pretty cool that utility companies um, have to provide ways to make your home more energy efficient so you use less of their... Product. I mean, yeah. imagine that in any other industry. Imagine if, if McDonald's had to teach you ways to buy less hamburgers. You know, oh, yeah. It just doesn't work that way. So it's kind of cool that the utility companies will do that for you, and it's part of the of their chore uh, for getting uh, the monopoly that they have in providing us uh, with uh, with getting gas and uh, and uh, electricity across the country. So. Literally. Check them out, get some advice, and get to it. You will definitely be more comfortable and save some money all winter long. Charles, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit.
0: You are listening to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. And are you finding that your New Year's resolutions are to make more money or to lose more weight? You know, the typical things that you always put down first, which are always the first things that you tend to cross off the list, not from completion, but because you just tend to forget about them. Well, why not let your house do those things for you? We're going to tell you how you can accomplish that after this.
2: You live in a Money Pit.
5: This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by April Air, makers of professionally installed high efficiency air cleaners. For more information, go to AprilAir.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie
1: making good homes better. This is the Money Fit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler.
0: And I'm Leslie Segretti. You know, Tom, I I bet you there are so many first-time homeowners out there who sort of, you know, buy the house with this, you know, naivete where they think it's going to operate itself and everything's going to be fantastic and you don't ever have to do a darn thing. But I really want people to understand that your home does need regular maintenance. And I think what's really overwhelming for a lot of people is they just don't know where to start. What do you do first? What do you need to do regularly? And what can you do once a year or even once every couple of years?
1: And that's where we come in. Visit moneypit.com. And right there on the bottom left side of our homepage is your home improvement calendar. Now, what have we done? Well, we took every weekend of the month and we gave you a home improvement job to get done. Now, you may choose to mix up your weekends. You may choose to skip a weekend. You don't have to do it every weekend. But we figured, why not give you some of the tasks that really should be done on a month to month basis. It's all there. It's laid out. It's easy to do weekend by weekend, and it's all free at moneypit.com.
0: Yeah, and one of those things that we can help you with right off the bat for this brand new year with a resolution for your home. You know, maybe it's that you want to make more money this year, maybe it's that you want to lose some weight. And it might be tough for you, but you can let your house keep those resolutions for you because your home can make you more money right away with a simple evaluation and regular maintenance of your heating and cooling systems. Even minor problems can raise your utility bills. So it does make sense to have all of that maintenance done by a pro regularly. You know, lose wait with an effort to declutter rooms and closets all around your house. If you haven't used it in a few months, if it's expired, if you don't like the way it looks anymore, get rid of it. Donate it when you can. If you have a little bit of resolve, you and your home will start this new year off right.
1: 888-666-3974. Let us help you start your new year off right. Give us a call right now with your home improvement question. Leslie, who's next?
0: Rafael in Delaware is dealing with a hot water situation. Tell us about the problem at your house.
3: I have a hot water tank. I'm a new homeowner. Okay. And my water in my home was, um, it actually went from hot to lukewarm, and I'm not for sure why it's doing it. It's a gas um, water heater. Okay. And I was wondering maybe what could be the problem with that, and the house is only, what, five years old?
1: Does it seem that you run out of hot water very quickly, Raphael?
3: Yes, it seems like it's actually like, um, we don't run it often, Mm -hmm. but like it like say like uh the other day it was hot it was real hot and then the next day it just actually went cold i know the cold weather is around
1: yeah. No, that shouldn't happen. If you have a standard gas water heater, it should stay at a very a very stable temperature. I mean, assuming that you're letting the cold water run out of the line. And so if, it's, uh, if it seems to be inconsistent, then it suggests to me that the thermostat, which is part of the gas valve right on the front of the water heater, may not be behaving properly and you might need to replace it. Now, if it's a fairly new, new gas valve, then it might be covered by a warranty.
3: Okay. Now, is that something that you can actually turn up or turn down? Yes, Control yes. that temperature?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can. Uh, usually, there's a knob, like a, a big round knob on the front of it. There's one on the top that controls the gas flow, and there's one usually on the front that controls okay. the temperature. And there's indications on that knob, and there's usually one of the indications that's sort of thicker than all the others, and that's yes. usually the average temperature where you want to keep it. And so, of course, make sure that it's turned... Uh, up so that it's running correctly. It's usually a red knob on the front of it. Uh, If you go online and search gas valves, you'll see pictures of these. Uh, But certainly, if you're not familiar with it, do you have a service contract with your gas company? Yes, I do. Well, have them come over and take a look. That could just be a simple adjustment. And if not, maybe it'll be covered by the service contract, okay?
2: Okay. Thank you.
1: That's what those things are used for. Raphael, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. You know, generally we don't like extended service contracts, but no, but, but with the gas company, that's the hot ticket. <laughs> no, they really
0: are. And I cannot tell you when we bought the house, we were yeah. so thankful that we did pick up that service contract with our, our heating provider because we had so many situations with our boiler and they came and fixed it. Every single time, and we were told that it would have been about a $4,000 job yep. over the five visits, and it cost us the $200 service
1: fee for the year. Raphael, thanks so much for calling. 888 Money Pit.
0: Judith in Utah is dealing with a situation with her grout. Tell us about it.
2: My grout is coming, uh, pulling away from the windows and around the, the cabinet area. And um, when I go to recalk it, uh, we have to pull up some of the other caulking. What is the best way to do it? And then if I can't find the color that matches, I'm going to have to, you know, pull most of the grout out. So I want to know the best way to pull the grout out.
1: A couple of things. First of all, it's not grout, it's caulk.
2: Oh, it's caulk, you, okay. okay, yeah.
1: And, and secondly, I think what you need is, is a product called a caulk softener, which uh, is something you put on top of the caulk and softens it up, and makes it easy to pull the old stuff out. Uh-huh. And then if you have a coloring issue with the caulk, a uh, red devil... Has a caulk coloring product that you mix yourself. And the name escapes me. Leslie, do you remember that? I don't,
0: but I know it's like a caulk tint. And it's pretty much available in every color under the sun. So you'll be able to match it no problem. And caulk really is the thing that you want because so many times um, tile installers on a backsplash situation will use grout as a caulking situation to the countertop or near a window. And it's just not flexible. So over time, it's going to break away and then water is going to get behind there. So the easiest solution is caulk. It's flexible. It will move with the movement of your home and it will last.
1: Jody, that product is called Create a Color Caulk. Create a Color okay. Caulk. And it's made by the Red Devil Company. You can get information on their website at reddevil.com. And you can mix it up to any color that you need. So if you have an unusual color, you could just mix it and you'll be good to go.
2: So, do you add it to to a different caulk? No, it's a, it's
1: like a system. It's like a kit. You have the caulk, and then oh, you have okay. the uh, you have the caulk mixer. And they have a, a standard caulk mixer that's uh, designed for a do it yourself or just like yourself. And then you uh-huh. buy the color for it and you mix it all up. You know, if you have an interesting uh, color tile or interesting color paint, it's really nice to be able to mix up whatever caulk color you need.
2: Okay, thank you. I appreciate
1: it. You're welcome, Judy. Thanks so much okay. for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit.
0: More great home improvement advice coming up in just a bit, including the only thing that you will ever deal with that's worse than a broken appliance is discovering that the repair that you have to do to that appliance is not covered under that warranty that you spent all that money on. We're going to tell you how to fix that problem in just a bit.
5: When it's time to choose a new entryway for your home, choose the brand more building professionals prefer. ThermaTrue doors. ThermaTrue pioneered the fiberglass door. Today, ThermaTrue doors come in more styles and colors than any other brand. Classic Craft represents ThermaTrue's premium collection. Fiber Classic is ThermaTrue's original wood grain fiberglass door. Or choose SmoothStar fiberglass for the look of smooth painted wood. But no matter which ThermaTrue entryway you select, you've chosen the most preferred name in the business visit Thermatrue.com.
1: The best things in life really can be free. We have a new membership program here at The Money Pit, and we are so sure that you'll save money as a member, we're going to let you try it for free for a month.
0: That's right. You can try out our membership program for 30 days totally free. We've partnered with the American Homeowners Association to create a program that will save you big money on everything you buy for your home, even your groceries. So grab a pen because you will want to write this number down.
1: You'll not only save money, you'll make more confident decisions about a remodeling, repair, or maintenance contractor, and a lot more. And when you hire a contractor through our referral service, you're going to get a $1,000 guarantee that the job gets done right.
0: That's right. With our new Money Pit American Homeowners Association membership, you can also save on eyeglasses, contacts, and vision care, and even save hundreds a month on groceries.
1: And check this out. If you're among the first 1,000 listeners to sign up, you're also going to get a Zircon LaserBall 360 laser level, and Zircon's very hot i60 one-step stud sensor. It's a $50 value. So
0: call 1-866-732-5466. That number is 1-866-REAL-HOME.
1: But you'll have to be one of the first 1,000 members, so call right now, 1-866-REAL-HOME. Somewhere, a guy is tossing his golf clubs into the water. But you, you'd rather build, say, a burled maple coffee Mm -hmm. table... RYOBI Woodworking Tools let you do it. RYOBI gives you the power and precision you need to succeed at prices that help you get going. Of course, there's still some equipment involved, but it's power tools. And you don't have to wear those funny clothes to use them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features. Affordable prices. RYOBI. Exclusively at the Home Depot. That's just beautiful. Before hitting the airwaves, I spent 20 years as a home inspector making sure home buyers were not moving into real-life money pits. And after doing 6,000 inspections, I knew exactly which brand of water heater I could trust, and that brand is Rheem. Rheem tank and tankless water heaters are dependable and energy efficient. Rheem tankless units never run out of hot water and cost 25% less to run. Rheem's tank units include state-of-the-art features like Everclean, which prevents sediment buildup and reduces energy costs. If you want dependable, energy efficient hot water, you want Rheem. Learn more at SmarterHotWater.com. That's SmarterHotWater.com. I trust Rheem for my hot water and so can you. This is the MoneyFit Home Improvement Radio Show, where we make good homes better. Who are we? I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Call us right now at one 888 moneyfit If we talk to you on the air this hour, you are automatically entered into our random prize drawing. Up for grabs is the new eco-model Riker room conditioner. It works like a space heater and a ceiling fan all in one. There are no cords to trip over, no fire hazards, and no burn risk for kids or pets. The Riker room conditioner installs and works just like a ceiling fan, and it's worth 359 bucks. Call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT for your chance to win, and you must have a home improvement question to qualify for this prize. Perhaps you might want to ask us, should I buy that darn extended warranty?
0: Yeah. You know, you are bombarded with that question every time you enter any store to buy just about anything, electronic, appliance, whatever it is that salesperson is standing by would you like the extended warranty? Well, three years is a gajillion dollars. Come on, you know you want it and you almost feel like a sucker and you do it. So really, when you do buy an appliance, you wanna make sure, ask a ton of questions, ask about the factory warranty details, including the length of that warranty and exactly what's covered. Cause you will be surprised what is covered and what is not. Find out if only the parts to be replaced would be covered. What about the labor? And where are these authorized serviced agents located? Do you have to bring the appliance to them? Do they come to you? If the dealer starts to get vague about this coverage, shop somewhere else. They should be willing to share this information with you. And then when they start asking you about all those extended warranties, well, they are generally not a good idea. Extended warranties, they're costly for the coverage that they provide. And if you're that sensitive to an unexpected repair bill, then start your own home repair fund and stash a little bit of money away once a month or every once in a while so that it's there when you need it. In the long run, it's going to work out to be much, much more cost effective for you and your family.
1: Great advice. Call us right now with your home improvement question at one eight 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 Money Pit. Leslie, who's next?
0: Matthew in Rhode Island has a question about some glass. What happened? Tell us about it.
4: Uh, Well, I have these large uh, tempered pieces of glass that uh, I used to put in a uh, small building that we built. And uh, at one point, I think they came from a school, and at one point, so they're industrial size and industrial strength, and and at one point they were put right next to each other, probably behind a house somewhere or something like that, and they, uh, over time, uh, obtained a, a pretty... Tough um, smoky haze to them they're they 're perfectly usable, but i 'm just wondering if there 's anything that uh, I can use some sort of an acid or some sort of a a uh, a cleanser that uh, that I can use to to get that haze off of it. I think it 's probably some sort of a uh, um, mineral deposit or something. I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, you're looking for something much harder than you're actually going to want.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, um, if th- if it's a mineral deposit, it should come off fairly easily. If it's uh, not it coming doesn't. off, all right, well, then probably what's happened, I think it's etched, Leslie.
0: But wait, have you tried white vinegar?
4: Uh, I haven't tried that, no.
0: Because white vinegar is like the key to wiping out any sort of mineral deposit, which won't come up with plain water. So if you mm. try white vinegar, then it's definitely a mineral haze, and that's easy to come off. If it's etched, that's a whole nother, you know, yeah, problem. Yeah, then it's
1: not, then, then what you're seeing is not, a, is not anything that's on top of the glass, it's something that's actually in the glass. And sometimes old glass gets etched like that on the outside and becomes sort of dull and smoky looking and you can clean that till the cows come home and it's not going to change anything. So the key here is to figure out whether the glass has been damaged or just has a deposit on it. So I would try uh, to use a vinegar solution see if you can pull off that mineral deposit and and then take it from there.
4: Yeah, well if it doesn't work there's still perfectly usable. <laughs>
1: well, there you go. You just have a little more privacy than you counted on, Matt.
4: Uh, well, it's a partial greenhouse and then a workshop. Uh, well, it'll still that work. Built, so, yeah. <laughs> All right, Matt. So. Good
1: luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit.
0: Edna in New Jersey wants to talk about porches. What can we do to help you with?
2: Uh, well, I need to have it repaired. I think it's called pointing or something like that. Uh-huh. And and then I also saw someone that had a metal one that they just bring in and put it in. But uh, I just don't know, like, underneath, if once they take the old one, I'd have to have that all cemented. Um, all right, so
1: first of all, Edna, you have a porch that's made of brick. Yes. And, and it needs to be restored because some of the mortar's falling out of the brick joints? Correct. Well, I would do that. And, you know, brick is about, is about as durable a product as you can get. I certainly wouldn't tear it out just because it needs to be repointed. Repointing is normal maintenance for bricks. Uh, and repointing refers to the process of taking the loose mortar out that's between the bricks, just the, you know, the outside edge of it, and then pushing some new mortar in there. And masons do this all the time. And it only has to be done once. And it, you know, it lasts a good 10 or 20 years.
4: Oh, because
2: it's actually lasted over 40 years. So you know, well, now see, it's, so,
1: it's so, that going. Porsche doesn't owe you any money, does it, Edna? No, it doesn't. Edna, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, where work and fun meet. Now, here's something that is work and it's not fun. Mold and mildew in your bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> you know, constant cleaning uh, and uh, is, is always a hassle, but there are ways to re-caulk, re-clean that bathroom so the mold doesn't come back. We're going to give you those tips next.
2: You live in a Money Pit.
5: The Money Pit is being brought to you by, well, by us. Save hundreds a month on groceries, not to mention significant savings on home improvement products and services with your new Money Pit American Homeowners Association membership, and get $50 in Zircon tools if you join in the next 30 minutes. Call now, 866-REAL-HOME. That's 866-REAL-HOME. Now here are Tom and Leslie.
1: Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler.
0: And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we are proud to say, proud, and I do not mind tooting our own horns on this, that the Money Pit has been rated the most downloaded home improvement podcast on iTunes. Wow. And it's the Money Pit podcast. It's available now at moneypit.com. It's super cool. You can get this show. You can get the shows for the past year. And they are all available
1: for free. And in fact, all the transcripts from the show are also online, too. So if you missed a tip, just look it up at moneypit.com in the listen section. So you never section. have to
0: write anything down. This is awesome. I love it. That's what we love to do. Service, help. All with a smile, but you can't see us doing it. And while you're on MoneyPit.com downloading your most recent transcript or something that you need, click on Ask Tom and Leslie if you're just too shy to call us up with your home improvement question, and we will answer them like we do in this email portion of the show every hour. And we've got one here from Tammy in Grand Rapids, Michigan, who writes I have mold in my bathroom, tub, and shower area, particularly on the caulk. What is the best way to remove the mold and to prevent it from coming back? And what products are available to do this ourselves?
1: Excellent question, and one that many, many people have to deal with, the whole idea of getting rid of that moldy caulk. There is a solution, and it involves sort of the step-by-step approach to re-caulking your tub and your shower area. The first thing that you need to do, Tammy, is this. You need to go out and pick up some caulk softener, which is sort of like a paint remover for caulk. It basically determines, it makes it it sort of softer, so it's easier Mm -hmm. to sort of scrape it out. And use the caulk softener softener to get rid of all the old caulk that's there. And after you have it out, we want you to wipe that surface down with a bleach solution, pretty strong solution, maybe uh, one-third bleach, two-thirds water, and then let it dry real well. This is going to kill any mold spores that are left behind. Now, the next step is one that uh, would probably have you shake on your head wondering, why are we telling you to do this? We want you to fill the tub up with water. Why would you want to do that? Well,
5: Ah, because that's going to
1: weight down that tub. While the tub is filled with water, then caulk it. Mm-hmm. And after the caulk is dried, let the water out of the tub. So if the tub comes back up, it compresses the caulk. If you stand the tub and stretch it down with your girth, it doesn't pull the <laughs> caulk away. And if you use the right kind of caulk, it will not grow back. Um, uh, probably a good caulk to use is one that has a mildicide in it. Uh, there are a number of them out there. I know DAP makes one with um, uh, microband is mm-hmm. the mildicide? is the most common
0: right? term there for it. There are other
1: types of It's sort of the intel inside. There are other types of mildicide, but make sure you choose a caulk that has a mildecide, side and this way you'll caulk it once you'll caulk it right and you probably won't have to do it for a long long time again
0: all right we've got another one here from patricia in boynton beach florida who writes when carpet becomes loose or wrinkled do i need to purchase new padding and how much can i expect to pay per square foot for stretching of my existing carpeting
1: uh, good question. It's kind of a service call thing. You, you shouldn't necessarily be paying a whole lot of money for that. I would expect, you know, probably one to two hundred dollars to have a carpet pro come out and restretch your carpet. And this does have to be done from time to time. Even with some of the good carpets, it does uh, t- tend to sag and, and get a bit loose and can become an unsafe area. But mm-hmm. it's not a difficult thing to do, Patricia. It's just clearly not a do-it-yourself project because, believe me, you don't have the knees for it. Those guys go in yeah, there. Yeah, and you don't want those, to have the knees. For uh it. with those kicker things, and they know just how to stretch it, just how to trim it so it looks absolutely perfect when they are done.
0: Yeah, and what would take those pros, maybe an hour, would take you a day. So leave it to the pros and pay that little bit of money.
1: You've been listening to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, and we are just about out of time. So before we go, think about this. Do you have an email question for us? Do you have a burning home improvement question and you just couldn't get in this hour? Well, call us any time of the day or night at 888 Money Pit, and we promise you our pledge, we will call you back The next time we are in the studio and tackle that project next on The Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And
0: I'm Leslie Segretti.
1: Remember, you can do it yourself.
0: But you don't have to do it alone.